Good morning. Today is Sunday, the 13th day of January, 2019. It's a new week, and it's time to wake up to the Word. This week's Torah portion is called, When He Sent Out, from Exodus 13.17 through 17.16. The Haftarah is Judges 4, verse 4 through 5.31. The New Testament passage is Matthew 14, verses 22 through 33. And we'll get started right after this. Exodus chapter 13, verse 17. When Pharaoh had let the people go, God didn't lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, Lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and they return to Egypt. But God led the people around by the way of the wilderness by the Red Sea, and the children of Israel went up armed out of the land of Egypt. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, For he had made the children of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones away from here with you. They took their journey from Sukkot, and encamped in Etam, in the edge of the wilderness. Yahweh went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them on their way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, that they might go by day and by night. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night didn't depart from before the people. Exodus chapter 14 Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they turn back and encamp before Pihahirot, between Migdol and the sea, before Baal-Zephon. You shall encamp opposite it by the sea. Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, They are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will follow after them. And I will get honor over Pharaoh, and over all his armies, and the Egyptians shall know that I am Yahweh. They did so. The king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was changed toward the people, and they said, What is this we have done, that we have let Israel go from serving us? He prepared his chariot and took his army with him, and he took six hundred chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt with captains over all of them. Yahweh hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the children of Israel, for the children of Israel went out with a high hand. The Egyptians pursued them. All the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army overtook them, encamping by the sea, beside Pihahirot before Baal-Zephon. When Pharaoh came near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they were very afraid. The children of Israel cried out to Yahweh. They said to Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you treated us in this way, to bring us out of Egypt? Isn't this the word that we spoke to you in Egypt, saying, Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? 
for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. Moses said to the people, Don't be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of Yahweh, which he will work for you today. For you will never again see the Egyptians whom you have seen today. Yahweh will fight for you, and you shall be still. Yahweh said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Speak to the children of Israel that they go forward. Lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. Then the children of Israel shall go into the middle of the sea on dry ground. Behold, I myself will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will go in after them. I will get myself honor over Pharaoh and over all his armies, over his chariots and over his horsemen. The Egyptians shall know that I am Yahweh when I have gotten myself honor over Pharaoh, over his chariots, and over his horsemen. The angel of God, who went before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them. It came between the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel. There was the cloud and the darkness, yet it gave light by night. One didn't come near the other all night. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and Yahweh caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. The children of Israel went into the middle of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. The Egyptians pursued and went in after them into the middle of the sea, all of Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen, in the morning watch, Yahweh looked out on the Egyptian army through the pillar of fire and of cloud, and confused the Egyptian army. He took off their chariot wheels, and they drove them heavily, so that the Egyptians said, Let's flee from the face of Israel, for Yahweh fights for them against the Egyptians. Yahweh said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the waters may come again on the Egyptians, on their chariots, and on their horsemen. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its strength when the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled against it. Yahweh overthrew the Egyptians in the middle of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen, even all Pharaoh's army that went in after them into the sea. There remained not so much as one of them. But the children of Israel walked on dry land in the middle of the sea, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Thus Yahweh saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Israel saw the great work which Yahweh did to the Egyptians, and the people feared Yahweh, and they believed in Yahweh and in his servant Moses. Exodus chapter 15 then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to Yahweh and said, I will sing to Yahweh, for he has triumphed gloriously. He has thrown the horse and his rider into the sea. Yah is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him. My father's God, and I will exalt him. Yahweh is a man of war. Yahweh is his name. He has cast Pharaoh's chariots and his army into the sea. His chosen captains are sunk in the Red Sea. 
The deep covers them. They went down into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, Yahweh, is glorious in power. Your right hand, Yahweh, dashes the enemy in pieces. In the greatness of your excellency, you overthrow those who rise up against you. You send out your wrath. It consumes them as stubble. With the blast of your nostrils, the waters were piled up. The flood stood upright as a heap. The deeps were congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the plunder. My desire will be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword, my hand will destroy them. You blew with your wind. The sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, Yahweh, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand. The earth swallowed them. You, in your loving kindness, have led the people that you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. The peoples have heard, they tremble. Pangs have taken hold of the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom were dismayed. Trembling takes hold of the mighty men of Moab. All the inhabitants of Canaan have melted away. Terror and dread falls on them. By the greatness of your arm they are as still as a stone, until your people pass over, Yahweh, until the people you have purchased pass over. You will bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, the place, Yahweh, which you have made for yourself to dwell in, the sanctuary, Lord, which your hands have established. Yahweh will reign for ever and ever. For the horses of Pharaoh went in with his chariots and with his horsemen into the sea, and Yahweh brought back the waters of the sea on them. But the children of Israel walked on dry land in the middle of the sea. Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a tambourine in her hand, and all the women went out after her with tambourines and with dances. Miriam answered them, Sing to Yahweh, for he has triumphed gloriously. He has thrown the horse and his rider into the sea. Moses led Israel onward from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur, and they went three days into the wilderness and found no water. When they came to Marah, they couldn't drink from the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore its name is called Marah. The people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? Then he cried to Yahweh. Yahweh showed him a tree, and he threw it into the waters, and the waters were made sweet. There he made a statute and an ordinance for them, and there he tested them. He said, If you will diligently listen to Yahweh your God's voice, and will do that which is right in his eyes, and will pay attention to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have put on the Egyptians, for I am Yahweh who heals you. They came to Elim, where there were twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees. They encamped there by the waters. Exodus chapter 16 They took their journey from Elim, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after their departing out of the land of Egypt. The whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said to them, We wish that we had died by Yahweh's hand in the land of Egypt, 
when we sat by the meat pots, when we ate our fill of bread. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then Yahweh said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from the sky for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day, that I may test them, whether they will walk in my law or not. It shall come to pass on the sixth day, that they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. Moses and Aaron said to all the children of Israel, At evening you shall know that Yahweh has brought you out from the land of Egypt. In the morning you shall see Yahweh's glory, because he hears your murmurings against Yahweh. Who are we that you murmur against us? Moses said, Now Yahweh will give you meat to eat in the evening, and in the morning bread to satisfy you, because Yahweh hears your murmurings which you murmur against him. And who are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against Yahweh. Moses said to Aaron, Tell all the congregation of the children of Israel, Come close to Yahweh, for he has heard your murmurings. As Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the children of Israel, they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, Yahweh's glory appeared in the cloud. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel. Speak to them, saying, At evening you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am Yahweh your God. In the evening quail came up and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay around the camp. When the dew that lay had gone, behold, on the surface of the wilderness was a small round thing, small as the frost on the ground. When the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they didn't know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread which Yahweh has given you to eat. This is the thing which Yahweh has commanded. Gather of it every one according to his eating, an omer a head according to the number of your persons. You shall take it every man for those who are in his tent. The children of Israel did so, and some gathered more, some less. When they measured it with an omer, he who gathered much had nothing over, and he who had gathered little had no lack. They each gathered according to his eating. Moses said to them, let no one leave of it until the morning. Notwithstanding, they didn't listen to Moses, but some of them left it until the morning, so it bred worms and became foul, and Moses was angry with them. They gathered it morning by morning, every one according to his eating. When the sun grew hot, it melted. On the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for each one. And all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. He said to them, this is that which Yahweh has spoken. Tomorrow is a solemn rest, a holy Sabbath to Yahweh. Bake that which you want to bake, and boil that which you want to boil. And all that remains over lay up for yourselves to be kept until the morning. They laid it up until the morning as Moses ordered, and it didn't become foul, and there were no worms in it. Moses said, Eat of that today, for today is a Sabbath to Yahweh. Today you shall not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day is the Sabbath. In it there shall be none. On the seventh day some of the people went out to gather, and they found none. Yahweh said to Moses, How long do you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? 
Behold, because Yahweh has given you the Sabbath, therefore he gives you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Everyone stay in his place. Let no one go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. The house of Israel called its name manna, and it was like coriander seed, white, and its taste was like wafers with honey. Moses said, This is the thing which Yahweh has commanded. Let an omer full of it be kept throughout your generations, that they may see the bread with which I fed you in the wilderness when I brought you out of the land of Egypt. Moses said to Aaron, Take a pot, and put an omer full of manna in it, and lay it up before Yahweh, to be kept throughout your generations. As Yahweh commanded Moses, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony to be kept. The children of Israel ate the manna forty years, until they came into an inhabited land. They ate the manna until they came to the borders of the land of Canaan. Now an omer is a tenth of an ephah. Exodus chapter 17 All the congregation of the children of Israel traveled from the wilderness of Sin, starting according to Yahweh's commandment, and encamped in Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore the people quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test Yahweh? The people were thirsty for water there, so the people murmured against Moses and said, Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to kill us, our children and our livestock, with thirst? Moses cried to Yahweh, saying, What shall I do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. Yahweh said to Moses, Walk on before the people, and take the elders of Israel with you, and take the rod in your hand with which you struck the Nile, and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock in Horeb. You shall strike the rock, and water will come out of it, that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the name of the place Messah and Meribah, because the children of Israel quarreled, and because they tested Yahweh, saying, Is Yahweh among us or not? Then Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, Choose men for us and go out to fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with God's rod in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses had told him and fought with Amalek, and Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. When Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. When he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side. His hands were steady until sunset. Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Yahweh said to Moses, Write this for a memorial in a book, and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under the sky. Moses built an altar and called its name Yahweh our banner, and said, Yah has sworn Yahweh will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Judges chapter 4, verse 4. Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidote, judged Israel at that time. She lived under Deborah's palm tree between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. She sent and called Barak, the son of Abinoam, out of Kadesh Naphtali, and said to him, 
Hasn't Yahweh the God of Israel commanded, Go and lead the way to Mount Tabor, and take with you ten thousand men of the children of Naphtali, and with the children of Zebulun? I will draw to you to the river Kishon Sisera, the captain of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into your hand. Barak said to her, If you'll go with me, then I will go, but if you will not go with me, I will not go. She said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the journey that you take won't be for your honor, for Yahweh will sell Sisera into a woman's hand. Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali together to Kadesh. Ten thousand men followed him, and Deborah went up with him. Now Heber the Kenite had separated himself from the Kenites, even from the children of Hobab, Moses' brother-in-law, and had pitched his tent as far as the oak of Zaananim, which is by Kadesh. They told Sisera that Barak the son of Abinoam was gone up to Mount Tabor. Sisera gathered together all his chariots, even nine hundred chariots of iron, and all the people who were with him, from Herosheth of the Gentiles to the river Kishon. Deborah said to Barak, Go, for this is the day in which Yahweh has delivered Sisera into your hand. Hasn't Yahweh gone out before you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor, and ten thousand men after him. Yahweh confused Sisera and his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. Sisera abandoned his chariot and fled away on his feet. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army to Harasheth of the Gentiles, and all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword. There was not a man left. However, Sisera fled away on his feet to the tent of Jael, the wife of Hibar the Kenite. For there was a peace between Jabin and the king of Hazor and the house of Hibar the Kenite. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn in, my lord, turn in to me, don't be afraid. He came in to her into the tent, and she covered him with a rug. He said to her, Please uh, give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. She opened a container of milk, and gave him a drink, and covered him. He said to her, Stand by the door of the tent, and if any man comes and inquires of you, and says, Is there any man in here, you shall say, No. Then Jael, Hibber's wife, took a tent peg, and took a hammer in her hand, and went softly to him, and struck the pin into his temples, and it pierced through into the ground, for he was in a deep sleep. So he fainted and died. Behold, as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him, and said to him, Come, and I will show you the man whom you seek. He came to her, and behold, Sisera lay dead, and the tent peg was in his temples. So God subdued Jabin the king of Canaan before the children of Israel on that day. The hand of the children of Israel prevailed more and more against Jabin the king of Canaan until they had destroyed Jabin king of Canaan. Judges chapter 5 Then Deborah and Barak the son of Abinoam sang on that day, saying, Because the leaders took the lead in Israel, because the people offered themselves willingly, be blessed, Yahweh. Hear, you kings, give ear, you princes. I, even I, will sing to Yahweh. I will sing praise to Yahweh, the God of Israel. Yahweh, when you went out of Seir, when you marched out of the field of Edom, the earth trembled, the sky also dropped. Yes, the clouds dropped water. 
The mountains quaked at Yahweh's presence, even Sinai at the presence of Yahweh, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anat, in the days of Jael, the highways were unoccupied. The travelers walked through byways. The rulers ceased in Israel. They ceased until I, Deborah, arose, until I arose a mother in Israel. They chose new gods. Then war was in the gates. Was there a shield or spear seen among forty thousand in Israel? My heart is toward the governors of Israel, who offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless Yahweh. Speak, you who ride on white donkeys, you who sit on rich carpets, and you who walk by the way, far from the noise of archers in the place of drawing water, where they will rehearse Yahweh's righteous acts, the righteous acts of his rule in Israel. Then Yahweh's people went down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah! Awake, awake, utter a song! Arise, Barak, and lead away your captives, you son of Abinoam! Then a remnant of the nobles and the people came down. Yahweh came down for me against the mighty. Those whose root is in Amalek came out of Ephraim, after you, Benjamin, among your peoples. Governors came down out of Machir. Those who handle the martial staff came out of Zebulun. The princes of Issachar were with Deborah. As was Issachar, so was Barak. They rushed into the valley at his feet. By the watercourses of Reuben there were great resolves of heart. Why did you sit among the sheepfolds to hear the whistling for the flocks? At the watercourses of Reuben there was great searchings of heart. Gilead lived beyond the Jordan. Why did Dan remain in ships? Asher sat still at the haven of the sea and lived by his creeks. Zebulun was a people that jeopardized their lives to the death. Naphtali also on the high places of the field. The kings came and fought. Then the kings of Canaan fought at Tanakh by the waters of Megiddo. They took no plunder of silver. From the sky the stars fought. From their courses they fought against Sisera. The river Kishon swept them away, that ancient river, the river Kishon. My soul, march on with strength. Then the horse-hoof stamped because of the prancing, the prancing of their strong ones. Curse Meraz, said Yahweh's angel. Curse bitterly its inhabitants, because they didn't come to help Yahweh, to help Yahweh against the mighty. Jael shall be blessed above women, the wife of Hebar the Kenite. Blessed shall she be above the women in the tent. He asked for water, she gave him milk. She brought him butter in a lordly dish. She put her hand to the tent peg and her right hand to the workman's hammer. With the hammer she struck Sisera. She struck through his head. Yes, she pierced and struck through his temples. At her feet he bowed. He fell. He lay. At her feet he bowed. He fell. Where he bowed, there he fell down dead. Through the window she looked out and cried, Sisera's mother looked through the lattice. Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why do the wheels of his chariot wait? Her wise ladies answered her. Yes, she returned answer to herself. Have they not found, have they not divided the plunder? A lady, two ladies to every man? To Sisera a plunder of dyed garments, a plunder of dyed garments embroidered, 
of dyed garments embroidered on both sides on the necks of the plunder. So let all your enemies perish, Yahweh. Let those who love him be as the sun when it rises in its strength. Then the land had rest forty years. Matthew chapter 14, verse 22. Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. After he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into the mountains by himself to pray. When evening had come, he was there alone. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, distressed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. In the fourth watch of the night Jesus came to them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a ghost! And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Cheer up! It is I! Don't be afraid! Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the waters. He said, Come! Peter stepped down from the boat and walked on the waters to come to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was strong, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me! Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand, took hold of him, and said, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got up into the boat, the wind ceased. Those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, You are truly the Son of God. This is Sage Lossley. I hope you enjoy listening to Wake Up to the Word as much as I enjoy recording and producing it. If you do, please let me know by visiting my webpage at wakeuptotheword.com. I'm putting some things up there that might just help you to wake up to the Word. Get it? (laughs) Thanks a lot, and don't forget to listen next time.